0: Five minutes it is before the uh, top of the hour. You tuned in to uh, Metro FM Talk uh, here on uh, Metro FM. I'd love to hear from you. Send through those tweets on at Metro FM SA. And uh, you can also tweet me on at Town with the name there on Twitter. Now, African bank. Uh, Earlier on today saying they've had a successful six-month period uh, through to March 31, 2019, uh, during which it uh, certainly rolled out new initiatives allowing it to diversify uh, much of its its, uh, income away from uh, what historically has been the mainstay of African Bank, which is uh, interest income uh, through its lending business. They've now uh, managed to ratchet up customer deposits uh, 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 close on 1.5 billion rand from uh, 680 million a year before And uh, the bank and its holding company, African Bank Holdings, maintaining uh, very robust capital levels and liquidity position. And I'm joined on the line now uh, by the CEO uh, to talk through some of these numbers, uh, Basani Maluleka. Basani, good evening to you and thank you so much for joining us. Good
1: evening, everyone.
0: Basani uh, you uh, certainly would be very happy uh, with uh, the showing here, uh, certainly from a return on equity and even uh, the, some of the improvements that you've seen on uh, your credit loss ratios. Uh, but I want us to maybe talk about uh, the importance for African Bank coming as it does uh, from uh, a space where it was uh, really nearing, I guess, total collapse, many people are ringing the death knell of African Bank, uh, to now a business that's looking to diversify where much of its revenue is coming from. Just talk to us about uh, why that is strategically important for you and how that informs uh, some of the initiatives you've undertaken.
1: So I guess, you know, as you noted, the bank has had a very long history, and I think the history of African Bank is predominantly grounded in the work that it does in creating financial services to people who are typically under it's really been an organization that has helped to bring people on the margins into the center of the economy and to deliver services, services that they otherwise wouldn't get. So, in diversifying our offering, the intention is to continue on that journey. So, people don't, don't only need loans, right? People mm. also need the ability to be able to um, to transact and to be able to manage their money, to be able to grow their money through services and investment products. Accordingly, we pay. Um, some of the highest interest rates, no, not even some, we pay absolutely if it is based interest rates on positive deposits. But I think the key, um, you know, for our diversification is also about saying, let's diversify in a way that actually represents how people really live their lives mm. and how they bank. So the product that we are launching, I Will enable people to be able to bank much more intuitively in the stockhouse. To so people can save together more effectively. They can save together more effectively. They can, um, you know, you know, they can manage their budgets in groups
0: which is something that currently is not available in the market. Mm. I mean, I mean, let's talk just briefly here about your loan book because, uh, you know, oftentimes it's always important to remind ourselves and to remind the listeners that, you know, our loans, which are our liabilities, are often the assets of a bank like yourselves. Uh, and I'm interested in this credit loss ratio number and, of course, uh, just even the term structure of some of the loans that you've issued. Uh, uh, when I compare so- certainly the, the loan book that you had and the duration of some of those loans in 2016 to what you have now, we've seen some improvement when it comes to duration, a much longer duration there, and of course, a larger amounts as well.
1: Yes. So when we came out of curatorship, one of the things that we had to do was to was to apply much more conservative lending criteria. What that meant was that we could not, we could no longer lend to the same people that we'd had lent to for the years prior to the bank going into curatorship, and that meant we started started lending to more lower risk customers, um, and in terms of our new um, criteria for judging people to be credit-worthy, we then started to identify those people um, to whom we could give larger loans um, for longer term. Um, so you know, practically speaking, it means that we have been much more effective in identifying the kind of customers who are more likely to pay the bank back, to repay their loans, to pay the bank back, um, and so given them longer, loans, longer term loans uh, that are also larger. And this has worked really well for us because it's meant that we've been able to reduce the risk on the book, um, which means because we're writing much higher quality loans, Mm. um, and this ultimately has resulted in the lower credit loss ratio that you've been referring
0: to. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk talk about something else, uh, because I'm quite interested in uh, sort of how you see your strategy uh, unfolding and rolling out uh, over the next few years or so, and a big chunk of that is certainly uh, what you refer to as data centricity of your strategy, Mm -hmm. uh, which would allow you, of course, to personalize the offering that you give uh, to each and every customer uh, or each and every customer segment that you have. Just talk to us about um, uh, what you mean by that, and uh, is it just customer data that you're tracking, um, uh, or are you looking for insights from other pieces of data as well?
1: So um, uh, the whole purpose of of customer centricity as you put it, is really about making sure that you're giving customers the product that they want, um, and this becomes much more important, Ayabonga, when you think about just how much more concentrated um, transactional banking is becoming. So we've got more banks coming mm. into, uh, into the space that we're in, and it means that for us to be able to stand out and to be able to attract more customers to African banks, we have to offer something that is sufficiently differentiated, something that is unique, something that really resonates with people, hence the launch of, My, of the My World Transactional Banking Product, which we think is unique, which we think will enable people to bank in the same way that they live. Um, and yes, you're absolutely right. A big part of us being able to understand our customers' data lies in us being able to have sufficient data to understand our customers. We will absolutely be sourcing data from um, multiple sources. obviously the credit bureau is one place where we have been sourcing our data, but we will be striving to also incorporate unstructured data from, you know, phone phone calls that are made into our contact centers, right across into social media spaces as well.
0: Mm. You spoke briefly about your competitive landscape, and I'd be interested to, to hear from you. Uh, certainly a lot of uh, shifts and changes have happened uh, over the last 18 months or so in your, in your uh, uh, landscape, Time Digital Bank, Discovery Bank, uh, and of course uh, yourselves also uh, launching that uh, retail transactional offering uh, uh, earlier on today. I'd be interested to hear from you certainly where, uh, uh, positionally, where you think African Bank is playing and uh, ideally and aspirationally where you would like to be playing.
1: We definitely are playing in the, the lower income space. Mm. I mean, that's pretty much where the bread and Better of the organization goes. Uh, and you can see this in terms of where our branches are typically located. Um, and this really has been where the bank was founded, right? to serve people who otherwise would not be able to be served by banks um, that typically strive to serve much more affluent customers. That is our bread and Better because the customers who have been real to the organization, we have created our new products, to best serve those customers because those are the people who really um, have established the bank and have enabled us to continue to grow. Um, When we launched the product, though, we also made sure that it will appeal to more affluent customers. It will appeal to people who typically haven't seen African bank as an attractive value proposition for them. Um, But the the crux of where we are right now is that we want to continue to serve um, the traditional market of African bank because we believe there's value there we believe that we can continue to improve the lives of the
0: people who have been loyal to the organization. Mm. Basali, how, how has the journey been? I mean, I mean I'd mean, i be interested to find out from you, uh, you know, uh, for many people it's easy now to look back in hindsight while, uh, I guess, the African bank now is, um, you know, the patient is starting to, uh, I guess, heal uh, properly, mm. uh, to uh, look back and say, yeah, well, we knew this was going to happen. But I recall, uh, certainly when uh, you uh, took the mantle that, uh, uh, there was a lot of conversation about what shape and uh, uh, what form is African Bank going to take? What is it going to look like? Uh, how has that uh, ride been for you? And, uh, uh, you know, what have certainly been some of your key highlights?
1: Um, so I suppose when I took over at the helm, I was pretty clear in my mind that the patient was not only showing signs of life, but was well on its way to recovery. Mm. The bank really is not the place. I mean, we've been able to post positive results since coming out of curatorship in 2016. So we have consistently shown that the organization is profitable. Um, it continues to lend more conservatively, which means that its loan book is healthy and its profits are profit sustainable. We continue to launch new products, which speaks to the long-term sustainability of the organization. So some of my highlights have been seeing customers um, who, uh, who would never have banked with African Bank come to bank with us and say, oh my gosh, you guys offer great value. Mm. And we see that mostly with customers who come... Um, to take up our deposit products. So uh, I think you mentioned earlier that our, our deposits have grown by 100% over the course of the last year, and we have, a, we have 1.5 billion rand of deposits um, from ordinary customers in the street. And I just want to make this point because it's so important. And we, we designed our investment product, or our deposit product, to be the one that pays the highest rate in the market. But not only do we pay the highest rate. We pay the highest rate on deposits of as little as 500 rand. And why that matters is that other banks will only give you the best rate in the market if you are depositing uh, at least 100,000 rand. So our, all our products are designed to make sure that we cater to people who otherwise would not get the same value where they're banking with anybody else in South Africa. Mm. And we'll just we'll continue to do that. So for so me, the highlights are that. It's the highlights are about continuing to build, to, to build a bank and to develop products in the bank that sure. serve people who otherwise would not um derive the same value in Europe.
0: Mm. I mean, you probably hear a lot of this, but uh, you are indeed somewhat of a rarity in in the uh, sort of banking landscape, black. African female led bank African bank has has become and uh, uh, one can see this certainly in uh, you know the the imaging the uh, I guess brand ID uh, if one looks at the results presentation that you've seen this is a distinctly uh, African bank if I can sort of uh, play on a tautology there for a second but it's a distinctly African institution and uh, that is certainly very clear about which market it's serving and what segment it's serving uh, and uh, one would think that many people would draw a lot of inspiration from that uh, do you view it like that and uh, do you often get people People who come to you and say, "Look, uh, I draw a lot of strength from the example that you've set in an industry that has uh, historically been dominated by white males." To be frank,
1: yeah, absolutely, I, I do. I mean, I get the the, the, the messages from people in, in, inside the organisation as well as from people outside the organisation. I get the, that same message of messaging from white women mm. in the organisation, right? So, I think people um, are generally, and from and from white men, to be clear. Um, so I think people generally are looking for d- a different style of leadership. We can all see that um, you know how we have typically led businesses hasn't necessarily resulted in you know resulted in people feeling comfortable at work. Hasn't been inclusive um, of everybody's talents. And I think right now people are looking for leadership that says you know what actually show up as who are and deliver the best value that you are as you are, as opposed to you need to fit a specific mold that's um, more of a cookie cutter type of um, approach. So I, I, so while I'm I'm extremely grateful for the position that I'm in, um, and in, in a lot of ways, um, you know, I'm lucky to be where I am. Um, but I think also, maybe as a leadership star...
0: Okay. Last one on my end, uh, Basani, before I let you go. Uh, for the next six months, we do know uh, this uh, interim set of results. Uh, with the launch of this new uh, transactional offering, uh, what, are, what would you say are the say top three uh, key priorities uh, for the bank in the next six months or so that uh, would uh, potentially allow it to follow the same trajectory of uh, a good set of results that you've announced today?
1: So absolutely, we will continue to grow our lending book. So our lending book continues to be the better of the organization and is the biggest contributor to our profitability, and sustainability. So that's very, very critical for us. Growing the customer base, um, um, and particularly using our transactional banking accounts, this My World account that we've launched, absolutely critical, and we're doing a lot more marketing in that space because we want to grow our customer numbers using the My World account. And then finally, um, growing our um, retail deposits. So for us, being able to get more and more customers to trust us with their hard-earned money, who understand that we are paying them the best rate possible um, for the money that they are, they are investing with us um, and knowing that you know, we have very strong shareholders who stand behind the bank to ensure that their money is safe. Mm. It's is really important. So those, for me, are really the three things that will make sure that we continue to be sustainable um, for the future.
0: And uh, that omni-channel uh, uh, offering, I mean, how big a part uh, of, I guess, the... End to end customer experience is uh, the ability to uh, uh, be on multiple channels and uh, easily accessible, uh, or to ensure that your banking offering is easily accessible uh, to some of your customers.
1: You asked me earlier about what are the, about the highlights of my career so far. Mm. One of them has been reading comments on customers who say, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having launched um, the, the ability for me to to, to apply for a loan to the contact center. Because the contact center means that I don't have to go into a branch, it means that. And um, all I have to do is kind of fill in my office and get this thing done, and the loan is paid into my account on the same day that I apply for it. Um, and I think the Omni channel pretty much is about that. It's just about saying how do you create multiple avenues for customers to um, apply for products, be it a transactional product, a deposit product, or a loan product. Um, and that's what omni, what kind of thing you can mm. apply on your phone, you can apply in our contact centre, or you can apply in our branch. And what's different about our omni channel is that you can start your application on your app when you're at home and then you can get into your car and drive to work and then call our contact center, our contact center and then complete the transaction that you have started. Or you can walk into our branch later in the day and complete that transaction. And why our channel is, is, is very, very different from any other channel is that won't have to repeat yourself over and over when you go into our channel. So um, how we've done that is that every single consultant in our contact center and in our branch network will have the same view of your account. That you that means anything that you start mm-hmm. um, on your account online, we will be able to just pick up when you left off and help you to, to, to finish the transaction, meaning you won't have to tell us, oh, no, I started doing this, and that, and that, no, we'll be able to see that able to get help you to quickly con- you know, complete with what you were trying to do um, and you won't be asking me for the same documents over and over again either. we've taken the friction mm. um, out of moving between different channels and we think we'll save our customers lots of time yeah. uh, and in that way make them a much more loyal customers of the organization.
0: Basani, thank you so much for your time and uh, unfortunately we'll have to leave it there. Uh, that day is the Chief Executive Officer at uh, African Bank.